0: You're listening to The Rocking Parenthood Show on Little Rockers Radio. Thanks for joining us. Today we are catching up with Dr. Beth Johnson, who we spoke to a few weeks ago to gain an understanding of ASD and ADHD. Dr. Beth Johnson is leading the Monash Autism and ADHD Genetics and Neurodevelopment Project, or also known, easier known, I guess, as the Magnet Project. Now, Dr. Beth Johnson, I would really like to deep dive initially into how ASD and ADHD is currently being diagnosed and the research that you are doing as part of the Magnet Project, what this is doing to help with diagnosis.
1: So currently, autism and ADHD are diagnosed by you know the processes. you go and see your GP if you've got any concerns, and then they um, refer you onto a paediatrician, and then a it's recommended that a multidisciplinary team diagnose autism. So that's a paediatrician, a psychologist, and for autism there's a speech pathologist as well. So, so there might be others in there too, like an occupational therapist and other specialists. But it's a multidisciplinary team that sits down and um, sits through the criteria for autism or ADHD. So there's a, um, a bible of the psychology called in psychiatry called the DSM, and that's got a checklist for symptoms that your child must meet um, for a diagnosis. And so, and there's various rules around that about whether you can have two diagnoses or one diagnosis and all this kind of thing. And so the team sit down and they um, piece together where where your child. Sits. Is it one or the other or both? Um, so uh, that's how it's done at the moment. And so even though we know that autism and ADHD are strongly biological and genetic um, conditions, um, they're, they're diagnosed based on um, behavioural presentation, symptom presentation, and um, the purpose of the multidisciplinary team is to kind of um, pull in together several objective, you know, points of view and try and, and and see how it all looks when you bring it all together, so they 'll you know, collect things like um, questionnaires from parents and observations and medical histories from parents and observations from teachers and other caregivers so, and that 's how they in an ideal world will um, give a give a diagnosis
0: and what 's the difference in time i 've heard the old way or I guess the current way to diagnose can take a lot of time, which can be really distressing for parents. Is there a difference between the current way and your current research in time to diagnose? Yeah,
1: so the average time to diagnosis is um, around three years. And so um, sometimes the more co- more complex the case is, um, so if they've got a, a child that might have present across two different diagnoses, it'll take much longer. So try and sift through what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, or, or a child who... Yeah, re- requires or is a bit more subtle. So you know, might have some symptoms but not fully meet criteria, but are still having difficulties in day to day life. They can take a really long time too. So um, it could be a very long and stressful journey for families. Um, there's a new push yeah, being driven by the National Institute of Mental Health in the United States um, to come up with new diagnostic criteria for all um, psychiatric and um, neurodevelopmental neurodevelopmental conditions. Um, And so that's to sort of, yeah, rebuild it from the ground up using um, more biological, genetic and um, brain imaging kinds of technologies so that we can take some of this guesswork out at the moment. um, You know, we've got quite good reliability using this interdisciplinary team, but um, it's quite, it's very labour intensive. It's very long and drawn out due to Mm -hmm. resourcing and availability of clinicians and specialists. Um, So we hope that by coming up with some more objective biomarkers, then it'll be like if you go to your doctor with chest pain and say, I've got you know chest pain, they can say, oh, well, let's do a series of tests. We can do a blood test, we can do um, a... Heart you know, echocardiogram and see if there's anything obvious there, and then you can come back and have a discussion around what the causes would be and, and advise on treatment based on that. So, we hope that um, with children with autism and ADHD, that we'll be able to send them through a you know series of um, tasks that measure their attention and their you know social ability and things like this, um, and you know brain scan and genetic test, and yep. then based on the clusters of symptoms and um, and profiles that we get back, be able to go, okay, we're quite sure that this is the type of autism that you have and this is the best kind of treatment for that, if any treatment at all is in fact required. So, yeah.
0: How long does a research project go for and how far into it are you? Yeah so, um, yeah, so I'm the leader of the Monash
1: Autism and ADHD Genetics and Neurodevelopment Project or the MAGNET Project and... Um, going for about five years. Uh, we're linked into a much bigger study in Europe called the EU AIMS study. They're focusing on just autism, whereas we're focusing on both autism and ADHD and their overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're looking for a 1,000 families from across Victoria in particular, um, although probably down the track we'll roll it out more nationally but at the moment we're just keeping it to Victoria and we're about 100 families in at the moment so, <laughs> um, so if anyone wants to take part um, you yeah, know they can just get in touch and um, it requires about four, four to six hours of in total time um, so for kids and for the parents and fill out some online questionnaires and um, come in and do a cognitive assessment if they need one and some things like that and then um, we can give a clinical report at the end Um, and yeah
0: and hopefully down the track come up with some um, new diagnoses for these disorders. Yep now you're based at um, Monash University in Clayton what about Victorian families who are regional do they come to you?
1: So if the if their child's school is interested in participating, they can approach their school and we can get yep. in touch that way and actually take our lab out to the school. Um, another way is that, yeah, they can just come in, we can organise a you know big day that the whole family can come in and um, a lot of regional families have done that and they find it quite mm-hmm. enjoyable to come in for a little trip in and um, hang out at our research facilities and see all of our shiny <laughs> brain toys and things like that. So.
0: Okay, and who do they contact, and how do they inquire to find out more?
1: So there's a Facebook page called Magnet Project. If you do, if you um search Magnet Project on Facebook, it'll come up big orange logo. Um, or else they can just contact me, Beth Johnson at E. D. U. and um, yeah, we can go that
0: way. All right. So I will pop all of those links and contact details on our website too at littlerockersradio.com.au. You're basically 10% into the project. You've got 90% to go. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge and also for the great work that you're doing. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Beth Johnson. She's a postdoctoral researcher at Monash University. She was joining us on Little Rockers Radio. Thanks for listening.